the last prepisode we have is the people prepisode, the personal prepisode. This one is exceptionally important. You have to decide whether or not you're going to tell your friends that you're planning on quitting smoking. That's a decision you need to meditate on, and it it needs to be a thing that you don't put too much weight on. Uh, and I know focusing on it may sound like it's putting too much weight, but focusing on it is making sure you do it and understand it the correct way. Uh, the way, the reason why I say that is if you tell your friends that you're going to quit and then you don't quit and you feel internally depressed because you let your friends down or you did something you weren't able to accomplish in front of your friends and that's something that uh, you're susceptible to feeling bad about, you might not want to even tell your friends and just go and do it. Now, if that's something that you don't really care if your friends feel one way or the other about it, you're going to keep quitting until you quit, more power to you, announce it. Say what you want to say, um, and and maybe ask your friends, you know, if you can avoid smoking around me for a little bit, that'd be great and super helpful, um, or reduce the amount that you smoke in front of me. Uh, I personally recommend avoiding the friends that you have that smoke cigarettes. I know that sounds terrible, but it's a short period of time. It is not that lengthy of a time, and it's something that is super crucial that you remove seeing other people smoke while you're learning how to pair your life, your day-to-day activities, your 24-hour period, your Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, without cigarettes being involved in any of that time period. It's important that you are able to break free of your own pairings during that time and then come back to your friends who smoke and be able to understand that while you're around them and they're smoking, it doesn't affect you because you've already conditioned yourself to be whatever day of the week it is when you're hanging out with your friends to be through that day without having that in your life. Um, But the first couple weeks, those those are rough so i i highly recommend that you stay away from your friends during that period of time if they smoke uh, and they're not planning on quitting along with you Uh, and even if they are uh, i do recommend still staying away from them because if they relapse it may feel like you have to relapse to make them feel better about it and i'm going to put a challenge out there for you and this is really going to hit home and this is where i'm going to put a lot of accountability on you being the stronger friend you quitting is the strongest thing that can ever ever happen for your friend as far as a tool set and helping them conquer and quit their addiction they will have seen someone that they know and love and that they've seen just as hooked on the substance as you actually be able to put it down and conquer it this lets them know that it's actually possible feasible and can be done and it will give them strength so yeah it might be hard being the first friend to quit but you'll be sacrificing so much for that other friend who will need every ounce of help they can get to conquer this addiction that is not only making them poorer over time substantially, but is also robbing them of their health and potentially their loved ones as well. 
So, on a lighter note, uh, you should also avoid smoking areas for the first two weeks. So if that's usually where you hang out at work, uh, don't. <laughs> for me, I moved my hangout area on breaks to my car, and I did the podcast. Uh, if you feel the need to chime in and add a, a segment to that particular pa- podcast episode after you listen to it at the end of the day, do that. Uh, if you want to do an audio journal yourself, do that. Do something constructive with your free time. Uh, rather than go into the smoking areas. So, yeah, I use my car as my sanctuary, and it's nice. It's actually pretty nice. I get to check up on uh, music, and uh, I also decided to listen to podcasts myself. So I use that time to kind of catch up on podcasts, little increments at a time. Uh, Lastly, and possibly the most important, You need to speak with your loved ones, those that live around you and that are going to be around you during this period that you're quitting your addiction and you're quitting this habit. You need to talk to them. Maybe you need to have them listen to this particular episode. Uh, You need to have the conversation with them that there is a possibility that this will be one of the greatest challenges that you've ever faced. Um, and that during this process, your mind will actually try to turn on itself and it will become like uh, an animal in a way where it can lash out and be angry and say or do hurtful things or have um, harmful tones of voice. Um, And you have to have your loved ones understand that you're going to go through that and that it will subside and to have patience with you and to try to help you not avoid that so much that you want to and, and hate that so much that you're like, oh God, I don't want to be like this. I don't want to be this trashy, angry person. I'm just going to go smoke again. You need to have the conversation with your loved ones that you're going to go through that process and you still need to maintain. That's one of the most trying parts of the whole experience of quitting is getting to that point where your brain and your body is just turning completely on you it's driving you mad and you you're getting angry for no reason whatsoever things are frustrating you in ways that they hadn't before and it it really becomes so traumatic um, that many people cave and go it's easier to go back it's not that doesn't last forever it passes passes you can say you're sorry you can apologize for it after and you can go on living your life happier um, ridding yourself of this particular addiction and getting beyond it Uh, you just gotta help these people understand beforehand that this is coming because you can damage permanently damage relationships with people now as far as physically uh, manifesting your anger don't be an idiot don't punch things don't punch things if you're somebody that manifests your anger and physicality um, don't punch holes in your walls go get a fucking punching bag Uh, excuse the French but you know handle your business correctly don't be an idiot Uh, and definitely don't hurt people don't touch people physically Uh, that should be if you are somebody that has physical discipline with your children and you're trying to quit smoking 
you do not touch your kids during that time period. That's off limits. Don't do it. Don't do it at all. Uh, if you are in a separated household and you happen to have that same kind of discipline and you have that other person, uh, watch your kids during that time period. If you can't, um, go back away. Um, but you should not be manifesting your anger through physicality. Uh, and yeah, that's something that you need to warn everybody of is that anger is something that can happen as a, in a reflection uh, uh, or a response to the body going into shock and panicking that it doesn't have this stimulant that it's it's had for such a substantial amount of time it's literally something that it's lived off of or lived with for x amount of years some people have smoked for decades that your body doesn't know what to do with something that it hasn't had uh, or hasn't gone without rather it hasn't gone without for decades upon decades that's that's crazy and your body's gonna react as such uh some ways to help curve the potency of the withdrawal is to wean yourself off uh, you can use the previous episodes to learn how to do that you can stop pairing certain things to reduce the amount of nicotine that you have in your system when you get to your quick date um, and while you're quitting there'll be less things that you've paired uh, together throughout your day-to-day and you can also make sure that nicotine levels are kind of low normal to low when you actually arrive at the quit date that helps a lot too but if they're super high, they're as high as they've ever been because you smoked out of panic of you're not going to smoke anymore, expect a very, very turbulent and rough uh, withdrawal. Uh, that's my advice. And also, lastly, I want to impart on you a very, very key piece of information I want to make sure that you guys know that you can call an addiction hotline that is available to all of us. And let me pull that information up. Sorry, guys. I should already be prepared, but I wanted to make sure I included that in this uh, particular podcast. I didn't skip over it. So it's going to be 1-800-662-HELP. You spell out help with the phone. And that always irritates me. Like, it's convenient if you're just going to memorize a phone number, but people don't memorize phone numbers anymore. So put it in your phone. It's 1-800-662-4357. That's the National Addiction Helpline. Um, It is confidential. It's free. It's 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. It's an information service. It's a support service. It's in English and in Spanish. And it's for individuals and family members facing mental and or substance use disorders. This helpline provides referrals to local treatment facilities, support groups, community-based organizations. Um, Callers can also order free publications and other information. But uh, if you find yourself getting to the point where you're um, really, really struggling with it, rather than just go, oh, I'm going to go, I'm just going to go buy a pack of cigarettes, it'd be so much easier to do this. Don't do that. You've always done that. You've been faced with this challenge over and over and over every time you tried to quit, and you always fail this one test. Would it be easier just to go 
and smoke again. And it's about time that you pass that test just for once in your life, just for one time. I told myself when I was finally ready to quit and I've, I've got the final tool in my belt that I was confident now that I can actually do it. I told myself, Randy, you've been smoking for over 20 years of your life and it's been a dominant presence and it's been something that at one point when you first started smoking you thought that you would have more willpower over it than everyone else and that you'd be able to put it down on your terms when you were ready to quit and when it that came time to happen and then when it came time for that to be so it was bigger than you and every time you quit you always caved that same test it'd be easier to smoke and you finally thought to yourself if I'm gonna be hooked on this thing for the rest of my life if this thing really is gonna own me then I owe it to myself to my body to my mind to my soul to know at least what one year after becoming a smoker at least what one year one solid year feels like not being a smoker what would it be like am I going to like it is it going to be just constant overwhelming stress is it is it going to be something I miss is it is it going to be something that's worth keeping around and feeding all this money into is it worth dying for because it's going to kill me Is the look, is the image, is the feeling all worth it? And I wanted to know. So I quit for a year. And I can tell you that I felt better physically. I was more productive than I had ever been in my life. All of a sudden I'm doing things that I wanted to do. And just for whatever reason never had the energy to do or the drive to do. I found more time in the day to achieve the things that I wanted to do. And I got to see that it's very possible. It's not so hard to quit. People say it's such a struggle, and it is, unless you've seen the other side. Once you get to the other side of a substantial amount of time without it in your system, without it in your life, it's, it's not that hard at all. And you can see it and, and hear it in this podcast I don't want to give you guys the wrong expectations, and I told you this in an earlier prep episode, but I really did not struggle this second time around because I understood how awesome the other side is and how doable it is. Life became so, so much more to manage, so much easier to manage, I mean, sorry. Uh, not more to manage. My life actually, I feel, got less complicated, and I don't know if that's just because of uh, it's just probably just a matter of random circumstance, but stress was so much easier to manage, not having something to attach to it. It was able to pass through and, and be kind of indifferent in a way and not have to attach so much emotion. So I want to impart on you guys that it is not as challenging as you've been told. It is well within your capability 
and I'm here to go through the process with you day by day. I will quit for a second time and do it right there along with you. As well as other listeners, many listeners are going to quit for the very first time and they're going to call into this podcast and they're going to be right there with you. We're all going to be able to conquer this and put it past us together. And we will, by doing that, help prevent future generations from adopting this uh, awful, awful habit. I wish you all the best of luck. Stay positive. Don't give up on yourself. And quit until you quit.